here we go. So we've, we're back finally, page Pezaim. Maimir Shlishi, starting fresh. So we discussed a lot about the Hagdama to me, this, how important it is, the Amkus. So now we're going to get, try to start getting into the Midas themselves. So says the Rebbe, he says, Isa Ba'avos, it says in Perki Avos, Hakina Hatayv Hakavod Motsinis Adamanovam. Well-known Mishnah, kina, jealousy, generally, generally translated as jealousy. Taiva is a very important word to try to translate. What exactly does it mean, taiva? And covered and honor, these three midos rose are motzinas adam and olam. They remove a person from this world. When he's involved in these things, they can, they can severely damage a person and he can, he can end up being in some kind of other world. These three midos are the the bad. They're the how do you say it? They're the roots of all the bad midos of a person. They're the roots. A lot of other. Um, this doesn't say kas here. So the, what the understanding is: where's kas? Kas is it comes from either a kina, taiva, or a kavod. That's how he's understanding. That these are the, these are the roots. Everything, every other bad that comes from one of these. So, just to get, even though he's not going to say this, we'll just speak out in a little bit in our in our terminology. Potentially, the pagam of kina. If you have three, whenever you have three, you have to know that it's gonna it's gonna come back to the avos. It's gonna come back to chesed gvurat It has to. So, kina jealousy is a pagam in gvura. Because kin is, what's gvura? Gvura is there's certain boundaries in life. You have your lot, he has his lot. You have your chelik, he has his chelik. You, you, you're, you have a boundary. You have a gvura. Gvura means, right, a constricted area that you live within. And you're jealous of the other person. You're sticking your nose in his in his grass. Right? The grass is always green on the other side. That's a pagam the gvura. Not knowing boundaries, that's Asaf or Russia. Right? The pagam of gvura, the pagam of Yitzchak, is Asaf. <coughs> Taiva, where a person is drawn towards things, sometimes those things are inappropriate, sometimes those things are bad, right? If you're drawn towards Kedusha, you have a Taiva for Torah, that's not, that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? But if that Taiva is drawing you and, and connecting you in a very strong way to some things that are not good, or things that are good but it's too much, then that could be detrimental. That's a Pagam of Chesed. Chesed is that you want to connect to something, Right? You want to expand yourself towards something else. And if it's too much, it's, it's too much. That's a begam of chesed, a begam of Avram Vina, which is Yishmol. Yishmol always wants to connect to things that are it's too much. And then kavod, honor, is a begam of, of teferis, which is uh, it's, 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 it's a more difficult to define, but it's like a misplaced value system. You're not, you're not understanding. Covered means a person's demanding. People should honor me. Why? Because uh, I don't know. I'm smart or I'm I'm good looking. So people should get covered. It's a misplaced value system. It's a begam of teferis of of what a person should be taking pride in. Right? That that uh, we're not going to discuss who that begam is, but could be those in deep ways. Those are those are the problems. But now we're going to explain a little bit connected in a deeper way in a different way. Understand this. The Maharal says in Derechaim in his parish on Pirkei Avos, 
says the Maral that a person has three general sets of strengths. Aleph, hakoach ha-tivi ve the physical, natural strength of a person. Hamakabal samozan u-menu nivneguf, which receives food, the, dige- the digestive process, it deals with food and building the body physically. Umikoach zebam ha-taibas aros. And this is where taibas come from. The body wants to just take more and more into itself and, and it thinks that it's going to build with all of these good, pleasurable, desirable things. And mashchena b'kavid, and that's dwell that dwells in the liver, in the kavid. That's the house in the body of the tivus is the liver. With a lot of blood, right? Doesn't the, doesn't the liver like filter out blood and stuff? Yep. Kavid is liver. Yeah, I think it's liver. Hakoach achin beis, hakoach achiyuni v'nafshi. Now we're going a little bit deeper. That was that was very physical. Now we're going into more into the the vitality of the person, the life force of the person. Their, that the flow of energy that's going through a person, the movement of a person, it's a little bit more, um, it's less physical than the than just the, the koach of, of growing and eating. This is, these are these are a little bit higher level midos rose, not as base. Revenge, jealousy, hatred. Deeper, right? Taiva is like, is like being drawn towards physicality. These Midas Rose are, are in certain times worse, and they, they, they're not as physical, right? They're connected more to the inside of the person, how he feels. Right? Is he angry? Is he, he feels he wants to take revenge on people, hatred of people. It might never come out. As it says, in, it says the Chazal say that Kinnab kinab is, is, it rots the bones. It stays inside and it like eats away at the insides of a person. And that's in the heart, right? The emotive limb connected to the emotions. And Gimel says, The third major koach in a person is the seichel, the intellect, the brain. That's where senses come from, right? Your sense of smell, your sense of taste, that's even more sublime, that's even deeper and the movement of a person, this is very deep. This is getting into, let's say, the nerves, a very deep part of the person. And the kolach and the way a person thinks. And that's and the mishkan, the, the dwelling place of these kolachs in the moach, in the brain. And all that the brain is and has. It's... And that's where a person's desire for covet comes. Each one of these three the eating and the building of the body and the movement of a person and the energy that's flowing through which is in the heart and the seicha which thinks they all have a shear and a gather which means they have boundaries a gather is a boundary shear is an amount another word for another synonym for these two would be what else could you say a shear, an amount, a gather, a boundary in terms of our seicha amida that's what amida means amida means it's a measure Right, they're, they're all given a certain measure. You need a certain amount of food to to, to eat to live, a certain amount of other types of taivas to live, a certain amount of movement and emotions to live properly. <clears throat> enough to live. Each person needs a, a combination of these to live. Some a little bit more, some a little bit less. <laughs> when a person goes outside of those boundaries. 
when he starts to take more into the system that the system is supposed to take, you're given certain kalim, and those kalim have, you know, your tires can only put a certain amount of air in. Your system, and your system is broken down into three parts, which is really broken down into more than that even, but the three basic parts. He's giving, these are examples, and we can go into each one even into more detail, but your, your kalim, your vessels, have a certain amount that it could take in. But if you're going to break, you're going to allow too, so much more in, Yotze, outside of the gather, outside of the, the, the boundaries that I could take, which we could call in another terminology, going out of your kalim. Right? Going out of your kalim is usually reserved for when a person like hears something that or sees something that's like crazy. It's going out of his kalim. It's like too much for his system. But if a person has too much, too many taivas, he has too much, uh, you know, blood flowing through the system. He has too much emotion. He's also going out of his kalim, and then. Motsina Osam and Olam. That's the Hemshik of the Mishnah. Then you're out of this world. You're not in you're not in the world anymore. Your your system is such an overload, you're overwhelmed by by something, whatever it is that's coming in, and you're not yourself. Ad Khan So Kinataivan covered. If if too much is coming into the system, then Motsina Saldam and Olam, that's gonna to totally take you out of this world. So the Nasiva Shalom says Bir <clears throat> Let's explain a little bit. This is these three. Kinataivan covered. Right? It comes out from the Maharal, if we read it carefully, that what is he saying over here? <clears throat> Let's go to the basic shot. Kinataivan covered, right? Person a person learns this Mishnah. Everybody grows up thinking, kinna, taiva, covered, bad, bad, bad. Any amount of kinna, any amount of taiva, any amount of covered, motina sada manolo. You're dead. You have to destroy those midos. Right they're, they're usr, bad. Every midah has a source and good, though. Oh. The so what's the, right? what's the Maharal really saying? Clearly, he says. He says, when you have too much of them in the system, you're motina sada manolo, because they're the shor shehara. But that means there is a proper amount that you could have. Right? Midah means measure. This is a, this is a very big yesod in, in all of in all of Hilchos Midas. Right? Midas means it's a measure. It means there's a proper amount, and then there's too little, and then there's too much. But there's a proper amount. Every Midah has its proper amount. Bir in Hanira says the Nisibushan, Kihine Gimel Elu, these three, Be'etzimuhusan, in their essence, in Kinataiv uncovered, the scariest words, right? The words that we don't even want to say. But in their essence, Vitivan, Hema, they actually they actually give Kiyum. They give a fulfillment. They they keep the world going. Delule Koach because if a person wouldn't have this Koach of Taiva, Lohaya if there wouldn't be Taivas in the world, now Taiva doesn't mean bad. Taivos rose. Or when you have a taiva that's it's too much, right? Everybody has a taiva to eat. When you're hungry, in a certain way, it's 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 the taiva to eat right now. Okay. But when you eat too much, or when you eat things that are usr, or when you, whatever else that's inappropriate you do, then it became bad. Then it's motzina sadam and Because when you have when you have too much, you know that what's that called? So you have too much. It's called mosros. I've probably heard this before. Right, Moser. It's Yoser. Yoser means more. Moser means it's too much. So that 
That's even that's one of the Pirushim. We just had the parsha Kedoshim. Kedoshim to you. So Rashi famously says Kedoshim to you is talking about it together from Arias. But the Ramban doesn't learn like that. And others don't learn like that. Kedoshim to you means be holy and don't involve yourself with too much Gashemus. There's an appropriate amount. Too much is called Mosos. That's extra. I mean, Achman talks about this. And if it's too much, it's going to mess up the system. It's going to send fumes to your brain, says Rabbi Nachman. It's going to, you're going to end up, if you're eating like an animal, then you're going to act like an animal. There's different ways of saying it, but it's, if it's too much, it's too much. If a person wouldn't have a taiva, then he would die from, from starvation. He has to have some taiva to eat. He wouldn't get married to a woman and, and have children. Without taiva, guys would stay bachelors their whole life. Why, why would they do that? Why would they get involved with this stuff? Right, says in Pasuk Yishai, it says, no, lo tohu bara el l'shevas The world wasn't created to be tohu, to be chaotic, to be nothingness, el l'shevas, to, to have a creation, to have a world, yitzara. The world was created to, pop- to be populated. Right? Not sure exactly how to say this, Rem is, but it, the word tohu, which means, tohu means means chaotic, Right? Right. Whenever we take, sometimes you have a, you have a remez, you take you take an olive of El, of, of, of the Rebbeinu Shalom, and you inject it into a into a word, meaning that's the proper usage. So if you take the word tohu and you add an olive, what do you get? I might have to switch on the letters a little bit. Taiva. Tohu with an olive is taiva. So where whereas tohu is just chaotic energy, just like going all over the place, taiva actually is a focused energy that if it's done properly, it's with, it's with the Rebun Shalom. It's proper. And then, and that taiva, what we're saying over here, creates, creates a population. <clears throat> creates like a house. Taiva is gematria bias. So with the proper taiva, you build a house. Right? If you didn't have the taiva, then you wouldn't build a house. You'd just stay in your, uh, you know, studio apartment your whole life. So, so taiva is not a, a good thing if it's done properly. It just gets out of hand very quickly. That's, that's the problem. But our whole life we're trying to make sure it doesn't. It's like little kids, you know? They're really cute and then they wake up and then a little hard to take care of. So they so that was Taiva. So Taiva, there's an appropriate measure for that. So there's a Mida. Gama kina memritas adam lasak bubinyan v'yitzir. Kina, jealousy, uh, hurries a person to, to go work, build, create. Right? A certain healthy jealousy, we would call it maybe a healthy competition that pushes a person to go. And without it, without this healthy amount of competition, this healthy type of jealousy, the world would stay shamim, would stay desolate. This word, I think, this is the, this is a, this word reminds me because we're, we're in the sugi right now. We just had in Gemara Yivamas when Rabbi Akiva students died. The world, I think the Gemara says, the world was shamim. I think that was the, that was the word. 24,000 Talmidim died. All the Torah was done. The world is Shamim. Until Rabbi Kiva went to the south and found his five Talmidim. So you could say possibly that Rabbi Kiva had a certain type of purified kinah. That he wanted to keep the world going. Right? He had a little bit of, he wanted to, what was pushing him? I don't, I don't know how to say it. I didn't think about this before. <clears throat> but something was pushing him to keep going. I mean, kinah happens to come from a... Yeah, there, there's, there's the kinah of Pinchas. There's different types of kinah. 
So he says, and he brings the, oh, he brings the famous the famous type of kina that's kosher. Chazal say kinas sofrim, a jealousy of someone else's ruchnius. We'll say, you see someone else, his his learning is at a higher level. He's learning more. He's davening better. He's doing more mitzvahs, and you're jealous of that. You want that also. Tar that actually increases chachma. Right? It could be this is Rabbi Kiva. Right? He had a certain kinas sofrim. He had a jealousy. Listen, he had all his talmidim. He, you know, Rikiva heard about all the big, big rabbis. He himself had tons of, tons of Talmidim. They all died. He doesn't want to be known as the one who's, you know, Talmidim all died. He had a certain kin of Sofrim. That was Tarba Chachman that created Rabbi Shemar Yechai and Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi. So there's, a, there's an appropriate type of kinna. That happens to be I was talking to somebody yesterday about jealousy. I don't remember who. And he said, he, you know, he, like, how, do you, how do you understand when you have a kosher kinah, which is kinah so from Tarbah and versus the worst type of kinah, which is rotting your bones? Because you could have a person whose jealousy of another person in spiritual matters rots his bones also. But you can't say that every time you're, you, a person's makana, a person's jealous of someone else's spirituality, that's a good thing. What happens if it gets you to, to, to kill somebody else? Right? That's obviously not a good kenna. So I, I said maybe, at least the litmus test to know, is that the goal of this type of kenna is that it propels you to work harder. But if a person sits down and is just jealous of other people, and he's not then put in time in the base measure, he just would rather everybody else not learn and not dive so they're equal to me. But it's not propelling me to do anything that's a bad kinna. The goal here is kinna so from tarba chachma. It pushes you to do more to increase your chachma, increase your davening, increase your spirituality, whatever it may be. But if it's not getting to do anything, right, what's a classic kinna of a person? He's just walking around being jealous of other people. Sometimes it does propel him to work harder and make money, but a lot of times he's just sitting there and just rotting his bones. He's not doing anything. But another limits test is that a healthy kinna is if a person is Besimcha, at least, or he's he's on the derech to being happy and fulfilled. Right? If your kinna propels you to do and to act and to raise your level, and you're doing, you're feeling good. But if your kinna, if you're not gaining and you're just becoming depressed and sad, even if you're working hard, you're, you're, you're you say, oh, I got I got I got to put two more hours into my davening or whatever the situation is. And after those two hours, after you work on it for like a week or two, you're still you're just more you're just. You're still sad, oh, this guy's still better than me. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you feel bad and you're depressed. That's not a good kinna. I mean, it's not coming from a good place. It's coming just from a, a jealousy because you want the covet of this person. You don't actually want his, what, he's, what he's showing, the, the actual spiritual levels. Because if you would just want the spiritual levels, then you would be somewhat happy that you're on the derech to, be, to get into those madrigas. But if you're not, then obviously you just, you just want that covet. People respect him. That's what you're looking for. That's, that's not, that's not kinna sofrim. And we have to be very careful. And the Chazal say, Kinnah Sofrim Tarbah Chachmah, that's good, but the person has to be Mavara. What am I really jealous of? Sometimes a person is jealous of, well, this person has a thousand people coming to a shear, so I'm jealous of his learning. But no, you're not. You're jealous that a thousand people are coming to a shear. And therefore, you're never going to get out of that until you get the thousand people. That's not Kinnah Sofrim Tarbah What are you really jealous of? If the jealousy says, it makes you think that, you know, I could be better. I know I have more in me. That's what it's being over. This guy... 
Look how Likubich is learning. Look how happy he is in his davening. I, I could be that. I know I could be that. Kaddish Baruch gave me kochos also. <clears throat> so if there, that's my over me. If that awakens me to now start working and revealing my own kochos, Kinesov from Tarbachachim. That's Gavaldik. But if it makes me just want exactly what he has and be depressed when I don't get it, obviously that's not, that's not what we're talking about. So a healthy kina, it can actually help a person raise his madrigas. A healthy taiva is going to keep the world going. Vechenu in a kavod, even in a kavod. Right? A certain respect, pride, whatever, however you want to translate it. Shemimenu nimshach asher yesh l'adam regish kavod that a person needs a healthy <coughs> sense of self, a self-confidence, self-esteem. But that's what, co- that's what, self, that's what covet is. A pr- an appropriate covet of the self, we would translate it as self-esteem, self-confidence. This is a, a very, this, is a, this media is, is lacking tremendously. Each person in his own way. Most people are not, don't have low self-confidence in everything in life. You have that now. But some people are low self-confident in their, in their work. Some are okay at work, but then when it comes to spiritual matters, they have low self-confidence. Or sometimes they have good in both of those, but when it comes to the family, low self-confidence, whatever the reason is. But, if, but it's very important to have a, a balanced and appropriate vessel of covet of self-esteem filled up. You don't even understand the breakdowns of people. I mean, I, I, sometimes I, I speak to certain people, and it's a, it's a slight... Lacking of the self-esteem, their entire system is lower than they think. They think, right? What does a low self-esteem do? It doesn't just—I don't even know how to say it. Doesn't do. What does it do? It, it it makes a person think he's a loser, which means I'm defined as less than everybody else because of one area of his life. He can't break that down. Right? He's not a big London. People aren't like that. Nobody. You just you're just not good at that one area, so that your whole life is makes you a loser. They can't define that. They can't make a chiluk. They can't separate that. So when they have a low self esteem, even in one area, the entire system <coughs> is a breakdown. And then if you don't catch it early, it starts to spiral out of control. Because what happens? I'm a loser. So so therefore it lowers the system. He gets into a little bit of a state of atzvus, a little depression, a little sadness which turns him into a little bit of atzlis, he becomes a little bit lazy, and then he starts to think, look at me, I'm taco loser. And then he, he start, by his own actions, which are being guided by his thinking, he starts to live the thoughts he's thinking, and then he becomes more than he really is, in a bad way. So now, oh, so now, I'm, now I'm lazy, now I can't, look at me, I can't even perform. Oh, I must have been right before, I am a loser. And then he acts more like a loser, and then he thinks more that he's a loser, and then he, if you don't catch it until the kid's like 15, 16, 17, 18, he's been thinking like this. 17, for... 18, what about 50, 60? Okay, so if you don't catch it then, so then you get people walking around, and people walking all day long with certain parts of their life that, are, that they feel like they're losers, and, and it's a breakdown to the whole system. The amount of self-negativity that's going around is... That's why everyone should be in therapy at some point. Just, just, just for that to reason. speak yes. out. That everybody's normal. I, t- I told the guy this week, I'm like, you are, he thinks he's like, it's great. I'm like, you're not, you're, you're normal. I said, I'm not a therapist. But it looks to me, I had to give him proofs of his own life. I'm like, you are normal. How could, if you think you're so crazy, how do you explain this and this and this? It's about his own life. He's like, yeah, you're right, actually. I think I am normal. I said, I know. What's wrong with you? Because they get caught in this little thought, gets out of control, 
You go to a therapist. Therapist is like, yeah, you need help. You're like, oh, I need help. Uh-oh. If I need help, that means I am messed up. It's, it's like I'm saying. I'm messed up. Therapist says, you should come back once a week and we'll talk. The therapist doesn't say, no, no, you're very, very normal. All, all I want to do is just smooth with you like once a week. No, you need help. We're going to work on you. We have, we're going to have a plan. CBT, ABS, FBR, whatever the... You've you got problems. Now, sometimes people do. They need help. But a lot of times, they're just, they're just buying into their own... Literally like chink, whatever it is. A little, little thing that's off. Parents that weren't mechazik them when they were younger. So they just, they don't, just don't know how to think. That's why you have to be... That's, a, that's why chizik is such an important thing. It's, it's, it's real and it's not real. Chizik is not real because it's just inspiration. But it's real because we need to get a person thinking well about himself and then he can be positive and be proactive. We have to be very careful with how we think about ourselves. If you catch yourself thinking about yourself in ruchnis and gashness, a lot of negative self-talk. A lot. No one's part of it. I also get it sometimes. You catch it. Like, what, what, what? like relax. Like you tell yourself, like, relax. It's okay. So you had a bad davening. Okay, okay. I'll tell Doug. We'll be, we'll be okay. Because we have this weird value system. That's what the pagam is. The pagam of a kavod is a misplaced, it's inappropriately set value system. When Rabbi Nachman tells us how to, how to, how to have a value system, like what Nukudus Tovas are, not to feel so depressed, and if you get depressed, or if you fall down and get back up, that's the proper value system. But why does he have to tell us that? Why would a person who, who makes a mistake just lie on the floor and never get up? That doesn't even make any sense. Just get up, dude. What's wrong with you? Because we have a messed up <clears throat> value system we, we weren't taught properly. Person falls, he doesn't have to get back up. Rabbi Nachman has to say, listen, Yid, it's not so bad. You're normal. Get back up. And the guy's like, oh, wow. Rabbi Nachman says, I'm normal, I guess. I guess I'm normal. I can get back up. <clears throat> what did he say? He just said, stop thinking like an idiot. Well, we need that sometimes. Sometimes Rabbi says that to us, you know, you get caught in something, he's like, what is wrong with you? Just stop thinking like that. And he jokes around, he has all those jokes. Anyway. So if a person doesn't have a healthy sense of covered, self-covered, it has to be healthy and proper, that also has to be balanced, then he would, he would just be walking around like a, like a, he'd feel like a loser his whole life. If he didn't have a self, also a sense of self, a little bit of self-esteem, he'd walk around like an animal. He'd be acting like an animal without any embarrassment. Look how people dress nowadays. How they speak in public. How they act, how they eat. I'm not saying who, but just look out in the world. But the people have no sense of self. They have no self-respect. Why are you showing all that of your body? Just wear clothing. What's the problem? How are you eating like that? What are you eating? How are you acting? A person who like loses himself, gets crazy screaming. I'm sure you've seen this at work. Guy Pasha loses himself with anger. He's acting like an animal. Relax. We'll work it out. But he's just, he lost, he, lo- he, has no, he has no self-esteem. He has such a low self-esteem that when anybody takes a little bit of a hit at his self-esteem, you're like basically destroying the person. So therefore, he has to come out with a ferociousness. That's because he has a low, a person who has a healthy self-esteem, a healthy self-confidence, if a person tells him, you know, you did something wrong today at work, it could hurt a little bit, that's okay. But he's not going to lose himself. The problem is that people have just very low self-respect for themselves. And therefore, when, when another person disrespects them, they lose it. Because now it's proving, yeah, I have no respect. No one respects me. If I don't fight back right now, I'm dead. So they have to come. 
come over the top with like like a lion. Really, these kochas are positive. Kenatayv and kavod. If it's done in the appropriate way, by an animal, all they have is taiva. They don't have co- they don't have the koch of kavod of self respect. They, they, they're not walking around like that. The secret of the life of an animal is just taiva. It's all he needs: just food to eat, just whatever, just to procreate. When a person takes these three, which is the foundation of life itself, but if he takes too much into the system, more than the appropriate amount that a Kaddish Baruch Hu set, that's how the world gets destroyed. That's how you get destroyed. That's what the mission says. He's taken out of this world. It's very, very important. <clears throat> but a person has to, a person has to sit down and, and be misboning on his midos, on midos in general. Like here, we're being, mo- here we're not talking about ourselves. Right now we're talking about just the koch of kavod, the koch of kin, and the koch of taifa. What is appropriate? There is appropriate versus not appropriate. There's a balance, there's more, there's less. Then a person has to now enter into his own life. Where am I holding? Right? There's, there's different parts of the process. Midos, we can't just, it's not theoretical. Right? We have to learn the theory of Midas, but then we have to apply it. If you don't apply it, then it's mamish garnished. Oh, Yeshlamar, Bezal, Piso, Devre, Maram. Based on the Maram, we could say, Kishloshes, HaKochas, Ha'elu, these three Kochos, HaMoach, HaLev, HaKoved, which come out to be the brain, the heart, and the liver. Heim Shloshe, Miftzar, Mashem, Aleim, Natush, Iker, HaKer, Ben, Atov, Aram, Yishlot, Bem. These become like the three fortresses that the major battles between the Yetzer Tov and Yetzerah. They're over these three... Who's going to take control of the Moach? Who's going to take control of the Koa, of the, of the Kovod? Who's going to take control of the Lave, which is taking control of the Kinnah? Right? Is the Kinnah going to be appropriate? Is it going to help me grow in life? Or is it going to destroy me? Right? This is the battle. If you could take control of these three fortresses, the Moach, the Lave, the Kovod, you have control of the, over the entire body and everything inside. If you could, could take control of this. But if you give up and you lose the battle and you allow the Sitcha Achra, who always wants more than he should be having, if you let him take over these three fortresses, it's going to destroy. It's going to destroy your Kedusha that you have. It means don't allow more into the system. Be appropriately balanced. You're going to be kicked out of the world. Okay, let's a little bit of a blitz right now. Chazal says that order. According to the Maral, it's according to the Seder Hakochos of a person. Really, it should be Taiva first, according to the Maral, which is Shayeches the Teva Hagufani, which is the body, the lowest level. But Chazal why did Chazal say Because this is the maturation, the development of a person. Reaches the Midas, the first of the Midas arose, of the bad Midas, Mispat Eches, Badam Midas Kinnah. The first bad Midas to arouse, to come in a kid, and anybody who has kids would know, it's Kinnah, jealousy. Even a little kid, who's by his mother, already has a little bit of a Kinnah. And the other kids come. He's, the kid's jealous. He wants, he wants the mother to himself. Then Taiva comes. According to the age, Taiva then comes in. Then covet comes in. Right, the inappropriate covet. 
Look, the Torah that teaches us the way of life. Listen to what it says. Which becomes the bilbul. You don't know how to be. You don't know how to balance properly. Tov and ra, right? You don't know how to take the proper amount into the system. You're taking either too little or too much. Look at the beginning of, of the Torah. These three chatam come in this order. Kain, which is Russian kina, right? Kain is kina. Harugas hevel achiv machmasin is a kina. He kills his brother because of kina. He, his kinder reached the place where he actually killed his brother and he destroyed, he destroyed the world. destroyed himself. Then comes the more right? Their, their ways were destroyed because they were too much, too much, too much uh, bad stuff in the system. And they died. They were kicked out of the world because of the mabu. Which is the Dorha Flaga. Right, when they build the tower. We're going to build a big tower. We're going to make for ourselves a name against the Kajborhu, a prom too much covered. And we know how they ended up in their life. So Kinatai Bakovid, Altina Saldam and Olam is the exact order in the beginning of Brashis. She was a knot.